Oh, right. We're supposed to clap it in. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> it's a and Mark. As good as always. Yes. Yes. Hello, guys. Hello. Hello, brothers. Welcome back. Hello. Week yes. away. Yeah. 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 We skip a week. Skip, skip a week. week. Somebody said to me a couple days ago, said, oh, aren't you guys doing this every other week? It's like, well, no, we we tried it every week. It's just summers are busy and things happen, but... I think some- that someone was mom. <laughs> did she... No, a, a, a two buddies of mine I mentioned. Did she mention that as well? Oh. Yeah, yeah, she did. Oh, right. Yeah. So, we for try the record, for every week. try for every week. If it doesn't happen every two weeks, if that doesn't happen, less than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's a go. science. It's Math a- is hard. <laughs> Uh, all right, and so uh, follow up. Um, anything from last week's that you wanted to, to bring back up and talk about? Anyone? Um, Anyone? So long ago. I know. Uh, so yeah. I, I've had a number of friends compliment me on my research skills and uh, for finding that uh, the uh, Apple and teacher. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. <clears throat> I did make Dad watch it. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> All of them? Toronto. Well, no, we uh, we were in Toronto last week, and uh, or I was in Toronto last week, uh, and uh, we're joking. And my dad says, "My dad says, uh, where do I find links for this thing?" And I said, "Well, if you go to the website, you can find the links there." He's like, "Oh," so we went there and he clicked it, and we started watching it. Uh, and Terry, uh, his lady friend, came in. She's like, "Oh, boys are so childish." <laughs> um, so dad, of course, watched the apple and then the beach, and uh, he's also not too concerned about the uh, the rapey factor of that leaf. But <laughs> no, then he okay. did he did question again uh, as to why a six year old was watching this or however old you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he doesn't remember <laughs> it at all. So we obviously did not tell anybody about this. Yes. Well, it's not like we I, I, we watched it in the the cover of dark uh, darkness or anything. I mean, well, speak just... for yourself, son. Speak for yourself. Oh, <laughs> I would just put it on in the middle of the day and let her rip. <laughs> Yes, you did. <laughs> I was seven when it was like. Oh my gosh! But yeah, that's that's sort of my. Uh, yeah, and a couple other friends have watched that and said, "Just like, oh my god, yeah, we've been to computers for a long time." Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've the, come the, a long the, way, baby. The concept of the French postcard as well, actually, is something that I that I learned about. That it's 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 specifically the a little racy visuals. Is the you know, it's not specifically a postcard. Hmm. hmm. Oh, any kind could be a poster or anything. Yeah, I think yeah, exactly, a little booklet or something mm. like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, How all right. You doing? Uh, no, yeah, no, no feedback. Nothing. Uh, nothing to come back on. Um, yeah, but again, I, 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 I don't really remember what we talked about two weeks ago. So <laughs> that's part of it. Uh, what about right. week in week in three view? Leaf, what you been up to the, the these past couple of weeks? Week in three three view view. Very nice. No, that was cool. Yeah, that was good. That was a bit of an underbed <laughs> to you talking. We're, we're getting our timing right. Um, yeah, what's been happening? Oh, so much has been happening here. Obviously, my wife is um, pregnant, quite pregnant. About to burst. We, yeah, about to burst. Where um, she just flipped me the bird, as they as they say. Um, <laughs> what are they? How do you say that in uh, in uh, whatever language they speak over the Dutchish? In the Dutchish? No, I don't think they do. Yeah, I don't think they do a middle finger. Oh, I think what do they, they do? do the, you, I think they do the European two finger. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The backwards um, piece. Ap- yeah, which Sideways. apparently someone told me it came. This is probably a total myth. Came from um, uh, a certain war where there it was uh, archers were the uh, long distance uh, weapon of choice, and they would cut the fingers off of um, their enemies so that yeah. they couldn't shoot arrows, and then that was an insult to show that you still had your two. You, you flipped oh. the. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I like that. It sounds pretty nice. It's a good story. Yeah, I like it. It sounds pretty good. It sounds too good to be true. Um, (laughs) But so uh, she's she's very pregnant. She's supposed to give birth this uh, Thursday, so so four days away. 
hmm. um, which is pretty exciting. And uh, nothing's nothing's moving yet, but we're we're keeping an eye on that. And we also put a offer in on a house, and oh. we now have that that's been signed and approved. But in the Netherlands, it works back to front, so you sign all the documentation and you put an offer and they accept it and then you go to the bank to see if they'll pay for it. <laughs> right. <laughs> which seems um so that we're waiting on the bank now, but we did have an offer back, which um I just need to sit with our, our mortgage advisor and see if there's any terms in there that are um too onerous. Oh, this is an offer back from a bank. Yeah, from a bank. Oh very cool. Okay. Yeah, for the full amount that we need. So um Gotcha. If, and if so we, if you accept it then that's it, right? The house yeah, is yours. If we accept yeah, uh, pretty much. I mean, they have some documentation they still need from us. Um, and presumably, if for some reason it didn't match their expectations, uh, income-wise or this, that, then then we would be denied. But the bank, I, okay. I, I yep. see no reason. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, yeah, but pretty much if we think the terms are okay, and, uh, and it's a it's a record low interest rate right now. Um, and is there, is, is there, ca- the bank's counteroffer is also uh, still reasonably low? Oh, very low. Yeah, I mean, cool. we're we're locking in for uh, twenty years at two point seven. Wow, nice. Uh, wow. Which is is uh, super low, to my understanding. I mean, I don't have a lot of experience, but when I tell people, they go, "Whoa!" <laughs> Even people who just bought a house a year ago have have a far higher interest rate. Um, for I remember hearing terms. stories of uh, uh, our parents or somebody's parents um, buying a house at like eighteen and nineteen percent. It's like credit card rates. Okay. That is credit card rates. Yeah, yeah card back rates. back in back in the old days, back in the sixties, I think. But that's crazy. Two percent is great, man. Yeah. Yep. So uh, yeah. So that's that's all very exciting. That um, it's still a little bit up in the air. I mean, it's it's becoming more solid by the day. All of these things, um, including my daughter, and mm-hmm. uh, yep. <laughs> she's becoming more real <laughs> by the day, at least for me. Well, um, that's, yeah, that's the way that goes. Yep. yep. So that's uh, that's that's my uh, three view. My understanding is you also had a, a birthday recently, isn't that true? Yes, as well? I You're, this is your understanding. <laughs> my understanding. It is my yeah, my understanding as well. <laughs> nice, very um, nice. And how I was kind of hoping the I'm 36. I, I was hoping the the little girl would come on my birthday because I don't really like birthdays. So I was like, she can have it. Hey, Nate, I don't like birthdays either. Maybe we should talk about that sometime. What do you really? Yeah. You guys are nuts. You like your birthday? <laughs> I love my birthday. Oh, really? I love birthdays. <laughs> I will celebrate birthday weeks. I will give you a birthday month if you let me. Wow. Oh, oh I love birthdays, man. You I, know, it's, that's, that's fascinating. That's you know, a, I, I, for uh, me, it's uh, it's um, it's uh, celebrating absolutely nothing. Like it's celebrating zero accomplishment, except you happen to like survive another year, and then I it, think I that's a huge accomplishment, dude. Holy cow! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy cow! I've been through some stuff, maybe, and I don't know. I I I like the idea that I don't know. I remember reading this somewhere, and I thought this was pretty interesting. That the, your birthday, you should always take time to celebrate your birthday, and that's the one day of the year you're allowed to truly be selfish. That is your day because that's the day you came into the world. It's the day that you know whichever you want to. If you believe in the gods, if you want to believe, that's the day you, all of those things. So this is the day that, you know, you survived the year, you've opened your heart up to everybody else all year long. This is the day you're allowed to say, okay, look at me, my turn. I mean, maybe it's a Leo thing. Maybe it's a yeah, <laughs> it's the yeah. guy who likes attention. I, um, I, uh, it's, it's, I, I, I totally see that. And uh, I mean, I obviously, you know, we, we celebrate birthday parties all the time. And definitely that seems to be the, the, the typical attitude people have at their own birthday. Um I personally, I feel like if I'm going to celebrate or be proud of something or, or like, you know, look at me, it's usually because of something that I want to accomplish, you know? Sure. I want to have done something 
interesting, impressive, difficult, hard to, 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 to complete, whatever. And then I'm happy celebrating that. That's great, you know? Uh, but just purely like I just existed for another year. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's never, I, I, I am sure. perfectly happy not doing anything for my birthday. Not, nobody knowing, not talking about it. Yeah. Oh, I'm the guy walking yeah. around high fiving people. Hey, today's my birthday. I got the shirt on. I got the hat. I got a balloon. That Why do you have so a balloon? Funny. Well, thank you for asking. It's my birthday today, actually. In case you read the balloon, it says so it's funny. my birthday. Oh my I don't know. Happy birthday, Carm on it. Thanks. I think, I don't mean, also, I think, you know, it's, I've, I've talked to a friend about this a, a couple of years ago. Um, uh, since I moved out so young, yeah. and I, again, I'm not leaning on the, oh, woe is me. I you know, missed my childhood. But in a small sense of that, you know, I kind of you missed out on some on some birthdays. From Seventeen to I don't know whenever I had myself firmly planted, it was sort of a I was kind of on my own because you know I, yeah. by my own choice, and I'm not I'm not blaming nothing on anybody. So, uh, but I think a lot of people say it's, a lot of it comes back to that. Um, I don't know. I talked to my shrink about that years ago. They said, well, you know, maybe who knows. Hmm. So, what about uh, you, Leaf? Why why are you not into him? Yeah. Um. They feel like there's pressure. I don't know. <laughs> oh, interesting. Another different perspective. <laughs> yeah, for me, it feels like there's this pressure. Like, I, I kind of hate gift receiving. Oh, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I just, wow. there's something about oh, that moment ev- that everyone's eyes on you and you have to sort of like be into it no matter what. And generally, like, I, you know, I have the stuff I want. <laughs> I just go get I, the stuff I want. I completely agree with you. <laughs> You know, and I sort of like I, and there. I mean, not to say that there aren't thoughtful gifts, and I haven't been surprised and totally happy with amazing stuff. That, but the, and so I like to celebrate with like the people who are very close to me. You know, my wife and and close friends. That's mm-hmm. that's wonderful. Yep. But I don't. Yep. I don't want to throw a party. I don't want the pressure of like inviting people and then not showing up. It's like oh, this is like the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the worst, worst. <laughs> yeah, to yeah. feel. That's, and here in Holland, fair. it it's even more. Um, uh, you're supposed to you throw your own party and you're supposed to buy all the alcohol on your birthday right okay yeah. <laughs> that'd be a problem at, at my least friends. at <laughs> least the first drink at least the first drink you're supposed to buy for everyone and um yeah which is which is a little different as well this sort of um but uh, it's I, I don't mind i like at work you bring a cake or something to work and everyone knows it's your birthday and they're happy to eat cake so that's that, interesting and they're forced to be there so <laughs> what, what which is funny or interesting is that uh years back when i was working with uh Various people, various jobs I've had. It's been, you know, on your birthday is a, a special day off. You don't tell anybody you're taking the day off. You just take the day off. I don't want to have to buy you a cake. I don't want to buy you a dinner. I don't want to hear happy birthday. I don't want to kill the time because it's, it's disruptive at work to have a birthday, right? Right, right. So it's it's a funny <clears throat> funny idea that I think both those ideas, but that's for Leaf, you got to bring your own cake and you got to throw your own party. I mean, I've thrown my own party. I mean, you were at my 40th deal. You know, it was a, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was a hoot. It was fun, but absolutely. It was uh, interesting. So I'll tell you what. So for the next birthdays for you guys, I'll just send you guys cash, and I will openly publish my Amazon wish list for everybody else to send me gifts. How's that sound? No pressure. You should no just send pressure. me cash, cash on days. Send me cash on days that aren't my birthday, and then I have no pressure. Yes, there you go. Just random. Here's yeah. here's a here's a a kroner. I don't know what do you guys used to have, yeah. but it's a oh, used to be uh, something. No, I don't know. A gilder, a friend of mine sent me uh, with PayPal now, there's the button you can ask people to send you money. So he sent me a link. So I sent him one rupee. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Which is about 10 cents. There you go. Here's a rupee. That's funny. You paid more in transaction fees. Probably. I bet you did. <laughs> so I think, yeah, it cost me 20 cents, but I think he actually got 10 cents out of it in transaction fees and, tra- and conversion. So that's pretty funny. 
too funny. That wow. is funny. Wow. Well, that's interesting. But that's, yes. uh, yeah, birthdays, yeah. I, yeah. I love, I mean, you've got the kids, and the kids, of course, love the birthdays. They do, and I and, and actually, you know, having them do, like, a card up or something like that for my birthday is nice. Father's Day is actually a different thing. Like, I actually really enjoy Father's Day. That that seems to me like a, yeah, I don't know, more <laughs> of an accomplishment or something like there's that. There's a or, joke in there somewhere. You accomplish something <laughs> by ripping your condom? I don't know, just uh... <laughs> <laughs> You did accomplish something. But don't, that, that, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Bringing up the kids is actually an interesting point because there are a lot of kids who do have trouble with birthdays as well. And I think yeah, one of your, oh, especially when they're super um, young. Actually, yeah, they have all a lot of pressure. Yeah, uh, yeah, we have a we have a yeah. um, uh, maybe a, I'm not sure if it was a video or maybe I'm just remembering it with Orion when he was like four years old, and all the kids like nine kids at the table there, and then the cake coming out, and that level of like excitement and energy like that, the kids usually lose it at their birthday parties at that age. You know, it's too overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I still I, feel that way. I recall. Yeah, I mean, me of course, I've got uh, mom's got pictures from all of our birthdays, um, and I kind of remember that from one of my early ones, maybe in Georgetown, the first one in Georgetown. There was I do totally remember that feeling of wow. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of people, a lot of relatives, and everybody's yeah. standing and staring at you. But I, I do, I do, I understand that. Yeah, but also, yeah. I lost like a lot of attention, so you know. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> that works. <laughs> so, uh, uh, rewind. So, so we can preview. Yeah, what did you yes. get, Carm? Um, I was away in Tirana for uh, a friend's wedding. I was the MC at the wedding, and I think I did oh, okay. Nice. I only said one wrong name. I nearly called the name of the, the bride's parents by the wrong last name. Uh, mm. But I was very quickly corrected, so that worked out well. Uh, it was fun. Um, that's, yeah, sort of hung out with... Uh, I was hung out with Dad and the Terry for a day, and I had to go to the wedding thing, but it was good. Um, anything else? I'm trying to think. Well, off the top, we need. How's your mold? Mold. Um, yeah. Well, I talked to a lawyer, um, and I'm trying to begin. A, Are they a mold lawyer? <laughs> yeah, that's. I was just thinking. I had this vision of this big green lawyer going, "Wow, we can look into it." <laughs> Smoking a cigar. I. I don't think Eric listens to this, but uh, Eric, that's. Uh, they're talking about you, sir. Um, <laughs> No, he's not a mole. He's a real estate lawyer. Okay. Oh. Uh, and he's just sort of given me some advice on how you break a lease. Because in Toronto, it would be, you'd go to your landlord and say, dude, I'm out of here. I'm, you get, yeah, see it? Okay, high five, we're done. And you walk away. Hmm. Uh, here, they're very litigious, of course. So breaking a lease is uh, a thing. Uh, and she's not interested in doing anything with it. So I've, I've, got, I've got some options. So okay. I'm, I'm investigating those now. But I still have mold. I've not touched it. Uh, Are you still yeah. hanging out down there? Not often. Not often. I rearranged some boxes today and stuff to sort of okay. make sure there was room for things to breathe, make sure the humidifier is on. I got I mean, my little workshops down there. All my Pachinko machines are down there. Yeah. I'm worried about that. They're going to get eaten by the mold monster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is it humid down there? I don't know if you just want to put like some sort of a dehumidifier or. Yeah, I've got I've got one down there that runs basically all of the time now. Okay. Uh, to which I'm also going to figure out how I can charge the landlord for that because that's going to run up my energy bill, I suspect. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that is definitely running down there, and it is it is pulling a lot of water out of there. It's, it's constantly there's a there's a what do you call it a hose that goes right to a drain, and that's okay. constantly just flowing water wow. constantly. So yeah, but stay levy. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's uh, that's what yeah. you got. Oh, last week uh, talking with Dad, he when he listened to this the last podcast, he wants me at some point to go through the list of all the women I've dated and all the women I've <laughs> I've lived with. So. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. Maybe that's a whole separate podcast. That will be a itself. whole episode. <laughs> yeah, you need to make a little like a song about it. 
<laughs> make a song. I make yeah. we can make a flow chart because there are some repeat girlfriends in there. They're you know. Oh, Citra Ashley da la da da la da la. I only remember. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, was doing I thought a, you were having a seizure there. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I was doing a little like an expialidocious. Uh... <laughs> yes, I, I got you there. Uh, 88 lines about four to four women. That's that all. is yes. funny. That is yeah. funny. And I've lived with nine women before. So that was, uh, I did confirm that with. Uh, Dang, holy crap. Look all of the women. Oh. All, of, all, all the great, great women. women. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay, jinx on that. Uh, um, and and actually, I'm going to send you guys a quick link here just to. Just I've I've dug up some old family photos since there was a request a few weeks ago uh, from a friend. I put a link in the little robot window there. Uh, oh, some photos awesome. I've compiled and put together of various family shots. Very cool. I mean, nice. can we post this one? Yeah, post those up there. Um, I don't know if you want to post it to that. If you want to do it separate, but just uh, uh, there's oh, only nice. one photo I could find of the Lada, which also has Dad standing in front of it with his glasses. So I'm very pleased with that one. Oh, and the Piggly awesome. Wiggly with Dad's uh, green yeah. windbreaker. That's pretty great. Down, down in Florida. That's definitely Florida. That's uh, you looking way too cool for school, Dylan, and me uh, with my oh, red leather Look at me with my jacket. popped collar. Or look my, yeah. look your jaw out, Carm. You're just sticking it out in that one. I did not care to be there. I have my headphones on and my fanny pack, if you do notice. Oh, I'm going to see the fanny <laughs> <So> pack. <do. laughs> uh, and the one beside. you fanny pack? Uh, I yeah, my my sweater is strangely hiked up. It's possible. Oh, you know you what? Had, Actually, I don't know if it was a fanny pack. I think it was the windbreaker because the windbreaker kind of like rolled up into a fanny pack. Do you remember that? <laughs> Do you remember yeah, how it, like you, that big K-way. zipper across the front? It would zip into that inside yeah. out. Do you yeah, remember this, Leaf? Yeah, I do. I sure do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've got I've got a whole bunch of old ones too. Carmel, I'll send you. I right, post them up there. Um, there's also the yeah. one. The first one there is with mom playing pool, and that's at Wheels. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I talked to Dad about that, and he does remember that. And it's now Wheels was closed in 2002. I can't believe oh, it was open that long. Goodness. Okay. It was in Chatham, Ontario. It wasn't in uh, mm-hmm. Niagara on the Lake. Okay. Still about an hour and a half, two hours outside of Toronto. And it shut down, but it recently reopened as the convention center in uh, in Chatham. Hmm. So the Chatham Convention hmm. Center is the old wheels. Wow. Well, there you go. That, that shot of, of uh, us standing in front of the lot of dad's beard yeah, and awesome. the glasses and the hair. That's yeah. I think that's Niagara Falls. Oh, uh, okay. I think. Yeah, I mean, oh. yeah, those are, that's hilarious. That cute beach shirt you're wearing, I'd kill for that. Yeah, it's not that's bad, awesome. eh? <laughs> that's, that's, that's not bad. Yeah, there's a couple, like I said, this, if we post these up, there's a couple good ones of all of us. Uh, hey, this is at boys. your, this is the bottom right at your wedding, is it not? Yeah. Yep, that's, uh, that's the yeah. last photo I have of all of us together. Oh, okay. And then there's one photo of all of us sitting in front of the dollhouse. That's the day I moved out. Oh, oh wow. wow. Holy crap, really? So that's, yeah, I remember that picture. There's also, there's what also happened really to our faces getting so cropped? That's the way the picture, my friend Sarah took this picture. Okay. And we've got, I've got one of me sitting with her as well. And this is literally just before we went to the airport. Wow. So I remember that. That's a... Yeah, you know. look at you. You were, you were young. <laughs> I know, so young. And then if you go over a couple, there's me with my, you know, one glove and the two high socks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, the and those shorts. I remember those shorts. Those shorts. <laughs> yeah, Ocean Pacific. Ocean Pacific shirt, Ocean Pacific shorts. Dang, and we'll post these up for you guys to take a gander through. Yeah, those are cool. And of course, me and Billy Whitehead playing video games with all those discs. Three, four boxes of discs. I know, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What Man. Is, wait, what is the orange thing? I'm confused. I think that was uh, blocking sun. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, it's so you could play teacher in the apple and mumbles. <laughs> <laughs> and again, me with those giant socks. What's up with that? I assume that's his thumb. <laughs> What? Oh, good gravy. Oh, mark that. Oh, 
Is that the title right there? I assume it's his thumb. <laughs> Uh, that's, good. <laughs> that's a good segue. Dylan, how about your uh, week? Yeah, there you week go. Week three view. Let's jump on over. Yeah, uh, yeah, kind of an exciting week. Um, the uh, kids went back to school this last Tuesday, oh, yes. their first days back, and uh, so Ryan's going into grade three, and wow. Griffin's in grade one. Uh, they both have new teachers this year that we've never had before. He's nine now. Is he nine? He's eight. He'll be turning nine in February. Yeah. Really. That math is wrong. I want to recount. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Hanging Chad. Oh, oh sorry. Go on. Wait, is that right? Dang it. You know what? I always forget to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so they're back in school, but uh, yeah, no new teachers. That's, you know, there's always that little bit of the apprehension mm-hmm. too. Are they going to be good teachers, you know, and are the mm-hmm. kids going to get along with them? But so far, they are excellent. So that's been nice. Awesome. Good, good, good. Um, both are very happy. Uh, a little earlier, I guess about a week ago, during our two-week break here um i had my bike stolen from our front yard oh. uh which sucks yeah um yeah and uh i mean it, it was not locked up and but it hasn't been locked up for nine years and so it it did get stolen and we have uh i have video uh camera set up and so i actually have video footage of the guy coming and walking in our yard and checking out stuff and then taking the bike um Nothing that I can uh, actually recognize who he is or anything, and I've actually given it to the police. They were they don't recognize the guy either. It's just some guy, tall, six foot thin guy in a hoodie. Um, hmm. But uh, sort of like the post creepy. It, post it up here. Post it up here. Let people see it. Maybe we'll know. Yeah, we can. We, I can post that. That's that would, that would be good actually. Yeah. Hey, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> I know that guy. He's, He's from this. Seattle. He's a jerk. <laughs> this guy taking That's my Tim. bike. But uh, the, the the crappy part, I mean, like he took my bike, and and there's two things that bother me about that. First off, is that there was I had a I had a really nice Kickstarter um, backed lock, this cool piece of titanium called uh, oh, yeah. the Tiger thing, and I, I loved that lock, and it was on the bike, not locked up to the bike, but it was on the bike, and of course the guy's not going to be able to grind through it or anything like that to get it off the frame, and so he's uh. I don't know. I don't know what he'll do with that. I mean, he'll get it off there eventually and just. Well, it with out, something but. like that, keep an eye on like find the local pawn shops and definitely yeah. put that on there because yeah, they, no, that's I something do. they can. Uh, they here's can the thing: if you see bike with this, that's that's my stolen that's bike. That's my bike. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was the first part that was kind of crappy. Is that I lost the lock. The bike could be replaced. The lock is 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 a little bit harder. But um, the uh, second thing that that was frustrating when watching the video is that the guy when he was going up and taking a look at our bikes, he went up and fiddled with our front door for like a good fifteen seconds trying to get in that, and that really bothered me. You know what I mean? Come and taking someone from our front yard that we're not locking up. That's one thing. But actually trying to get into the house that yeah, uh, that was very creepy. Yeah. Do you have a? Uh, were you guys home then or no? Yeah, we were sleeping. It was one one thirty in the morning. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, there. I know. So anyway, oh, so yeah. that was that was that. Uh, but uh, and so in the meantime, because of course I didn't get the bike back, I've went on to our used Victoria a local Craigslist and bought myself a two hundred dollar used bike. Um, nice. and it's, it's actually, I, I'm already enjoying this bike more than I enjoyed the uh, much more expensive <laughs> other bike. Uh, oh, nice. and, uh, uh, taught myself how to fix gears and clean up stuff and adjust things. And, uh, yeah, anyway, I've been actually having a, a fun week of learning bike repair and good, just good. for the record, it is, it is so straightforward. <laughs> I don't know why I was so intimidated about, you know, like <laughs> aligning a, the rear derailleur and why that was like so daunting. It is so not daunting. There's like huh. s- so few screws to actually, uh, to adjust these things. Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
I, I, I would like I, to do that I, in the land of bikes here. It would be a pretty handy test. To, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have a, you know. Oh yeah. It's uh it's, it's dirt simple. I mean, I was a bike courier for two years, so things are always breaking in at the middle of the day and you have no time to fix it. So you do what you got to do to fix it. Yeah. Um, and then that evening you go home and it's like, you need to make this not just a temporary fix like you would with a daily, you know, a back and forth or, yep. but so I'd go fix it and always have extra box of gear parts kicking around and, so what, is it just like a mountain bike, or is it you get yourself? It's not a fixie. Please don't tell me. Not a fixie. fixie. No, it's like an eighteen uh, gear, like a, okay. sort of the hybrid style. It's not a touring bike. It's not the, a mountain bike. It's kind of in the middle. Uh, sure, sure, not not sure. quite a road bike, you know, but still fairly skinny tires. But I am absolutely loving it. So I tuned it up so that it's just like you know cleaned all of the gears and the chains, and I got them all oiled back up again and all adjusted so there's no clicking and stuff. And I actually got the bike the uh, the the chain when you went into the. I guess the innermost gear, it would actually touch the spokes very lightly, which was a little scary, but, um, yeah, yeah. But I don't know, this, this $200 bike is, is doing awesome so far. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Very nice. Yeah. I've got, I've got to get a bike. I've got a, uh, a beach cruiser, sort of a single speed coaster brake, sort of nice wide handlebar. Um, but that's, you know, I can't, I mean, one Columbus is not a bicycle city in the least. Um, you know, it's America. You got to drive a car. You got to drive a truck here in America. Um, but I'd like to get a, a mountain bike or something. There's a bunch of good trails and sort of, there's a, a number of little rivers around here that've got proper trails and I'd love to get back into that. And, uh, as everybody keeps noting that I've gained some weight, um, back in Toronto, three different people said, Hey man, America looks healthy on you. <laughs> so I, I gotta, yeah, thanks. Thanks. Appreciate that. Cheers. Um, uh, yeah. So I figured I'd get a mountain bike and do some trails and just back and forth. And, uh, you know, I'm a little too far to ride to work and I sweat like a fat guy, so that wouldn't help, but <laughs> Uh, I sweat when I eat sometimes, so what do you want? Come on. <laughs> you call Ladies. Me I can hear you that. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies, how are you? Chicken wing? Funny, I'm eating funny. celery because it's healthy, but oh my God, I'm sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you can cut that out if you need to fix that in post. Fix it in post. Uh, yeah, but that, that's been my week. Um, cool. Nice. Yeah. So, our main topic. Yes. We've been juggling a few different ideas, and uh, we settled on... Music. There you go. <laughs> that was a was terrible that, drum roll. That was a horrible, yeah. yeah. There you go. Thank you. Perfect. So yeah, so Carmen, you brought up this idea of talking about, uh, yeah, music from growing up and uh, and our in you know what what we listen to and where we got it from and what we like yeah. that kind of thing. Concerts. I mean, it's, it's I might I might jump in first because I think it's kind of interesting because uh, I pretty much everything I listened to was Cast Me Downs. Same with um, me from you guys, for, uh, yeah. me from Carmen, I guess from me from uh, Carmen with, to me to with, you. With with I mean, with that in mind, sort of what I was thinking about this is because you know, with this is us reconnecting and all. Um, and since I moved out at sixteen, I didn't really find out what you guys listened to growing up and how you, that evolved. But I mean, I mom and dad, they you know, dad listened to you know classical East Indian music, and still mom does. had the the same. Yeah, he still does. Mom had the same three Simon and Garfunkel albums on, and you know, and that's Bob Dylan, all we were. Simon and Garfunkel, yeah, uh, the Beatles. We had Beatles records. Yeah, it's a Beatles. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shiver was a sunny day. Um, <laughs> not that cloud was in the sky. Uh, oh my god! In oh fact, my I was somewhere recently, and some Leonard Cohen came on, and I just started singing it. People are just like, "Who is this?" I'm like, "One, he's a Canadian treasure. Two, this is Leonard Cohen." I'm like, "How do you yeah. know this?" It's like, "Uh, yeah, I grew up with this." Anyway, um. I got most of my music from uh, Eric, my best best mate Eric at the time. His sister uh, was an older, she's a couple years older than us, and she was sort of a, I mean, she was a punk, I guess. I mean, I don't know, if, I mean, she didn't have a green mohawk or anything, but she this was definitely. Is Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and she was definitely into some, 
I mean, she introduced Eric and I to the Cramps, uh, the Clash, uh, the Sex Pistols. I mean, Eric's dad, I think, introduced us to the Sex Pistols. Um, so some weird, you know, it was great. I loved it. And uh, I don't know how far that trickled down to you guys. Um, uh, yeah, I didn't listen to Sex Pistols, but uh, what, what I do remember is uh, Violent Femmes. Mm-hmm. And I, I still I still love the Violent Femmes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. At least, at least that album. And... I actually don't know who did this, although I looked it up recently and, and get your get your beep ready. But why can't I get just one? Yeah. And you you had a tape where it played that end to end over and over and over again. That was the Violent Femmes, yeah. Um, on one side, I- and then oh, that's sorry, that's the Violent Femmes. But there's another. Oh, sorry, the on the other side, yeah, that is the Violent Femmes. On the other side was. Oh, I know what you're doing. Uh, this was my tape, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, yeah and I inherited uh- it eventually. Uh, and what was the other? What was the other side? I do remember this. Um... And they, they, uh, oh, uh, big women. Right, right, right. Okay, big women, big women, big women. Fill my eyes. Do you know who that's by Carm? That's GBH. Oh yeah, which stands for grievous bodily harm. Ah, okay, okay. Which is a British charge for assault. I thought that was the coolest tape, Dylan, and you played, and, and just the fact that it was, like, the same song, as soon as it ended, it just started again. <laughs> and, uh, oh, blister in the Sun and Big Women, oh my god! No, not, not, not no, Blister in the Sun. Um, Why uh, can't I guess uh, it called? Just one F. It's not called that, it's called, um... No, what is it? Uh, oh, I know. Add it I up. It all the time. Add it up, yeah. Yeah. Add it up and Big Women. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so did, so, so was, when I when I moved out, I knew I left all my records behind. Um, is that I guess you guys just took we the would have gone through them? Yeah, yeah. The fact that you pulled up yeah. GBH and played Big Women that's that's quite a thing. Yeah, that's a, that's a great album. City Baby Attacked by a Rat. That's a great album. <laughs> I still have it. I, I mean, I went and rebought it. I, I think I I only remember that one song. <laughs> and the 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 track ends with them all groaning and squealing yeah. and burping. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah yeah. I, <laughs> I know it well, man. Oh man, yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> so that's that's it. and I remember Carm having a Sex Pistols poster on his wall and being like, uh, like I don't know, um, positively uh, shocked by it at seven or whatever, being like, "Oh my <laughs> goodness, <laughs> my word, and Mr. Parker, my, my word." word. <laughs> and I think even till like I, I don't think I've ever really listened to the Sex Pistols, but in my head, there's still this like super hardcore band. But yeah, you know, know, actually, I've never really listened not. to them either. Uh, I don't know if I would even be able to to tell you a single Sex Pistols song. Oh, Anarchy in the UK is probably the one everybody knows. God Save the Queen. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, I do remember the the Clash. Uh, mm-hmm. I listened to the Clash for a bit. Um, another, you got me into ska. I listened to a lot of hmm. ska because of you. Good, good, good. Um yeah, which I love the mm. specials and uh, mm-hmm. oh, give me some yeah, other definitely ways. specials. Yeah, specials, English beat, madness, all that stuff at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Dead Milkman. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I Milkman. still love the Dead Milkman. Um, <laughs> what's the and who is who sang this song? The oh, what is it? Punk rock girl? Who is that one? That's Dead Milkman. Oh, yeah. That's Dead Milkman. Okay, there yeah. you go. Yeah, I remember that one yeah. too. Now, like I say, the reason I mean I've, I want to. This is all very interesting, and I'm, I'm, I'm. This is good. I'm glad I'm learning this. Uh, when <laughs> I, my very first concert, I was 12 years old. Went down to. I took a day off school. Mom let me take the day off school to go buy tickets. I had to go get in line at Massey Hall in the middle of February, freezing cold, by myself. 
to buy tickets to go see Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Mm, cool. Yeah. So it was me and Robert Rankin. I was getting tickets for him. He couldn't get the time off school. He went to a different school than me. So this is grade seven, I think. And I've, I've dug this up. Massey Hall, and I found the poster and everything. Uh, but I'm in line with you know, 2,000 other kids, teenagers. And I'm 12, downtown Toronto, by myself. And it's just the thought that uh, my lady friends, the kid, as I've always referred to the kid, just turned 12. Yeah. And it's the thought yeah. of, there's no way I'm letting you go downtown Columbus yeah. by yourself and stand in line with a handful of money to buy tickets for a show that you're going to go see by yourself. I know. Yeah. A yeah. month later. And it sort of got me thinking about that. And sort of that was sort of this whole question of what is your guys' first concerts. And deal with you got the kids coming up, you know, getting closer to that age. Yep. I mean, you know, uh, and Leaf, you're, you're about to start that. And, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I've, you know, I I don't have a twelve year old, but I'm I'm hanging out with a twelve year old. Yeah. But so now there's all those questions. So how what was your first concert? And when your kids say they want to go see, you know, I can't even imagine what a band are you going to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, my my first one uh, was actually like going on to your go, own. I went and saw the Who um, down at the hmm. whatever the scene, whatever the stadium. The where was it actually? Sky, I'm trying to think. Skydome. Was it the Skydome? It probably was. I guess. Yeah. What in Toronto? Yeah. Shut the front. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And that, that would have been, been grade seven or grade eight. Probably grade seven, actually. That so would have been Maple Leaf Gardens, I thought. No? Then Did maybe they? it was. Actually, then it probably was Maple Leaf Gardens. Now that you say that, it wasn't in the Sky Dome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Maple Leaf Gardens. Wow. Uh, yeah. And then so wow. getting, listening to The Who and Rolling Stones and stuff, that was from uh, Friends at School, getting me into that. Eric Clapton sure. was another one that I listened to from Friends at School. Um, Who did and, you go with? It went with about five or six friends. Uh, somebody got the tickets. I can remember. I'm not. I'm not totally sure. Mom and dad knew where I was. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I, I like they probably did because it would have been you know a late uh, concert, you know, and then getting home later at night. Uh, but it was just us kids. There was no no adult with us. Wow. And it was it was pretty awesome. I have to say, yeah. <laughs> Wait, how old were you? Uh, grade seven. So. What is that? 12? 12, 12-ish? yeah. yeah same, 12 years the old. same as me then. Cool. Yep, yep. So that was only a year or two after I left then? Yes. All right. So, sure. Just trying to timeline it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Leaf? Um, he has never seen a concert. <laughs> never seen a concert. <laughs> Still I hate them and I hate birthdays. <laughs> That's okay. I hate and the I Beatles. Hate- I hate balloons. You do it, yeah. My, uh, Sam, my wife hates the Beatles as well, so you're in good, good company there. Good, it's, it's a different. It's a funny one to hate. People get very up in arms. When you oh, tell they them get you up the in arms, and especially just uh, quick at the wedding that I was on the weekend. There was a, a lot of Beatles influenced music, a lot of Beatles music, and every time it came on, the the groom would look at me and he'd smile smirkingly, like he just done it for me. <laughs> Thanks. Cheers, Andy. Cheers for that. Congratulations, Andrew and Tracy. By the way, there you go. Oh. Oh, very nice. Um, right, go ahead, my first start. concert was, uh, so I would have been nine, eight or nine, but I, I didn't go what? alone. I went with uh, with friends' parents. Well, you're going to find out why. <laughs> it's, it's the bit, it was the well, Wiggles, wasn't it? <laughs> the Raffi. Say Raffi. Okay, hold on. I'm going to sing a little. Oh, it was the Nylons. You would have done the Nylons. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> oh, we move It was at um, Ontario Place. Of course. And it was the Nylons. Did you enjoy it? I loved I it. I bet it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the guy had that deepest voice. and Oh, it, they, it's sort of theatrical. Oh, man. And it was a daytime performance, I'm guessing. Oh, it sure was. Yeah. Okay, so then anything. what was what was your first, your first, I don't know what the, how do you say that? What was your first concert yeah. that you went to that was not a daytime show with somebody's parents? Uh, Radiohead. 
And, oh, uh, damn. You went and yeah. saw Radiohead? When? Yeah. In um, being Vancouver, I would have been 18, maybe. Wow. 18 or 18. I don't wow. think I knew that. Yeah. So, so wait, so... It, concept. I mean... 18, eh. 21. So <laughs> I... Where was I? Where was I? Was I... Had I moved away yet? Or no, I guess not. No, no, I was living in Victoria. Yeah. yeah. You're still in Victoria. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Um, and uh, I also went across to Vancouver to see Rent, but that was a different uh, experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well I, well, I thought it was probably pretty good, though. Yeah, I, I really I like musicals a lot. Yeah, so I, I, I do, sure. too, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not afraid to say so. Man. You don't like musicals, yeah. Carm? <laughs> There's two musicals that I enjoy that I will watch, but beyond that, not so much. It's uh, one of them, Moulin Rouge. No. Yeah, it's one of them. <laughs> It's the Rock, other one, Violent Rocky Fantasy. Horror. Rocky oh, okay, Horror, yeah. okay. Rocky yeah. Horror Show and West Side Story. Okay. okay. If those come on I TV... I cannot stand West Side Story. Really? They're Maria, just Maria, 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 Maria. And they, like, throw those fake punches that... Da- I just can't handle dance fighting. <laughs> well, then, do you like Kung Fu? Well, yeah, but that looks realistic. They don't, like, throw it in a way that sort of makes That's... it look theatrical so someone can dance and sashay out of the way. I can't stand it. Right. I like really cheesy, uh, um, non-masculine <laughs> musicals. <laughs> but for some reason, West Side Story, I just uh, I just have to turn it off. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fine. But yeah, Radiohead was just, I don't know, it was such a huge pl- uh, show. Yeah. And we were so far back, and it was just was sort of like... Was it at the p it's a good question. I don't even really remember. I, I saw just kind a of couple shows there, and I felt the exact same. I saw Depeche Mode there, saw Nitzareb there, a bunch of bands there. And each time I went, it was like, this place is too big for a concert. Yeah, it was just Music, too... the sound was weird. It, this, it didn't feel yeah. right. I just wanted to be listening to the album at home. Yeah. <laughs> and I've also heard that from other people, that Radiohead will either put on an amazing concert, or it's like I should just stay at home and listen to this album because it it would have sounded better. Yeah, right. Yeah. I've never I don't mind them. I've never been a big fan of them, but I've you know there's some that you know I've heard that from many people. This was in the heyday. This was just after OK uh, Computer. Well, um, so cool. Yeah, it was good good track listing, but yeah, cool. So when when so Dill, you're you you've got the you got kids coming up to that age. Are they into music? Are they? Yeah, you know what? Actually, that's a, that's a I got a good story about that. Um, <laughs> So uh, Orion uh, just started his grade three, and this teacher is all into uh, musical instruments in the class. And so all the kids, they, they first day, they all get a, their own recorder. And I took recorder when I was growing up, too, and I thought oh, that was pretty cool. God. It's not the greatest to listen to necessarily oh. always, but it, it, it's a good way of, of learning music and, and you know, uh, cleanly playing notes and stuff like that. What happened when you didn't bring your recorder to school? Remember what happened? No. You had to play the ruler. Oh, crap, oh, I, I do remember that. <laughs> I do remember playing the ruler. <laughs> that is hilarious. And that is hilarious. I, just, I hated the recorder from day one, and I would always forget it, and Mom would always make sure I had it, and I'd lose it on the way to school. I'd stash it in the bushes, and I'd have to get to school, and I'd have to play the ruler. Wait, you stashed it in the bushes? Yeah, somewhere along the way, because we didn't have that far to walk. Somewhere on Kenilworth, there was that little hill. Wait, because you didn't want to bring it? I didn't just... want to have it with me. I wanted to burn it if I could. I hated that thing. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. I hated that. Uh. <laughs> Ode to Joy. That's the way you always play. Ode to Joy oh, and, and go tell Aunt Rosie. <laughs> and Ode to Joy has that one note about three quarters of the way in that you needed an extra finger for it. And it always came out. <laughs> <laughs> Not when you're playing the ruler. It always sounded great. It sounded good. Sorry, I I, I just had no, to throw it. No problem. Yeah, yeah. So, no. um, and if anybody says recorder, I immediately think of a twelve-inch ruler. 
Rest of so he, uh, he he had this recorder, and he also they got a, a CD of like some accompanying music to that they're supposed to play along to or practice with or something like that. So Tracy wanted to play this for him, but it's, as it turns out, we don't actually have a CD player in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and so she went down to uh, the local thrift store, Valley Village, and bought uh, a twenty dollar like little ghetto blaster with a, a CD player on it. And amazing, she gets it home, and we realize that it has it came with a CD, and the CD uh-huh. that it came with was Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, <laughs> and, uh, and so we, we put this on. The kids Wait, are which, there. Which, uh, which album? This is. Oh, you know what? Uh, I haven't looked at the the disc. It's the one. The uh, it has "Killing, Killing in the Name" in the of name on, the, on of, a song yeah, number two. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the kids absolutely love it. I mean, once it gets oh, into the yeah. full on swearing part, we're kind of like Tracy and our, you know, trying to bleep over top of the lyrics kind of thing. But. Um, yeah. It's hilarious. Oh, it's got good, um, it's got it good, is like, excellent beat, yeah. huge, great buildup, then the, the yeah, whole yeah. drop and everything. Anyway, the kids are bouncing around, loving it. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. Awesome. That's what they're listening to right now. Between that so, and like the wiggles. Yeah. Well, with, so what you should do then is remember you used to play uh, Twist the Sisters. We're not going to take it on recorder. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, you should you should inflict that upon them, <laughs> like you did to us. Awesome. You know, between the ruler and playing Twisted Sister, I have not thought of these things in like twenty five <laughs> years. That is awesome. <laughs> oh, these things, like I say, there's a number of these little weird things that have yeah. stuck in my head for some odd. Oh, the recorder makes yeah. me shiver. Yeah, but if a, but if Orion goes to music class now and then she tells him he's doing it wrong and then she then he says, "You, I won't do what you tell me." <laughs> <laughs> You'll know where it came from. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. No, we actually have we have we have lots of good talks about swearing and about the the impact. They're just words, but the reality of how society you know deals yeah. with them. We actually had a session. Um, oh, it's been a little while now. We have to do it again sometime. Where uh, I was driving the kids home at some point, and they're in the back seat, and we were talking about swear words. And uh, and then what I did is I I said, okay, look. Cars, you know, we're going to go in the house. Before we go in the house, you are right now, you have free reign. You can say whatever you want <laughs> and as much as you want and swear up a storm. And they and I recorded it. I actually videotaped them. <laughs> and it is so funny. Oh, just oh. what they come up with, the combinations, and then how they start combining these other riffs into it. And they're like chanting swear words. It's, it's very good. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> you want that you saved that forever. I absolutely will. It's going, two- it's going to be at a wedding someday. Yeah. Which, which one of you two? I'm pretty sure it was you, Leaf. They used to swear into the toilet and flush it. Yeah. Uh, that was Leaf. Uh, I don't remember that. I remember the story of it, but I don't remember the I would it. pay good money for you over that. No, oh, I would pay good hard-earned money for that, Leaf. Uh, that's really awesome. <laughs> and I remember the way that mom came down and told us about it. I think you were upset. She's like, what's Leaf doing in the bathroom? I'm like, I, I, I don't know. What's, what are you doing in the bathroom? I don't know. And she says, no, he's, he's, I think she's talking to dad. Uh, and he says, I don't know, I think he's yelling, yelling swear words. Because those and are toilet words. It's like, it's and like, it's yeah. A, yeah, I think Nana told you that those are toilet words uh, and you should uh, flush okay. them or something. Uh, oh, oh my gosh. I like, that's awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, so don't tell your kids that as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. In the toilet. Yep. Flush them. Oh my gosh. Thank you for that. That's good. <laughs> I have a, a funny thought about it. For the longest time, I didn't think I was a music person, which is kind of a, a strange in, thought. In, in like what I, regard? Listening or, or creating? Or listening. Uh, well, I'm definitely not creating. But um, listening, yeah. I, I just sort of, I, I mean, in elementary school and in most of high school, like the most I'd ever listened to was Weird Al. That was pretty much, I was a Weird Al kid. <laughs> what are you talking about? Meatloaf? Don't you remember? That was when that was when I first started listening to music again. That ah, was like, okay. I was 16. 
but between like bad out of hell (laughs) that was my first album (laughs) first album i bought wow uh and then uh and then we started into some fun stuff though yeah we did but uh between that it was weird al i had a weird al tape and um fat boys right (laughs) fat boys boys all you can eat all you can eat Oh man, I, I I actually listened to the Fat Boys the other day, and uh, it's pretty good. The, the Beastie Boys ripped them off wholesale and made hundreds of millions of dollars more than them. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, no, I started getting stuff from school, like like um, oh geez, uh, Funk Dubious. Uh, oh yeah, I love the wow. Funk Dubious. Uh, who else was? Oh, really the Pogues. You were into the Pogues. Oh, I listened to the Pogues for a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I didn't know I met them right with Emer. Oh really? Really? You know, I haven't told you that story. No. I imagine you remember it. Um, no. My friend Emer, I imagine you remember her, tall Irish lass that lived in the neighborhood with us. I recognize the uh, name, but no. I can't picture it, but go on. Uh, she said, hey, there's there's a concert going on tonight. The, the Pogues are playing. It's like, oh, I know. All the all my buddies are going. All the punk skinhead buddies are going. But I don't know. She was like, we got tickets. Come on, let's go. Meet me in my house at 6 or whatever. I'm like, okay. So we go over to her house, and I walk in the front door, and the living room is filled with people. And I'm looking around, and I realize the living room was filled with the Pogues. Because <laughs> oh they used to, when they lived in Ireland, they all lived close to each other, and her parents used to drink at the same pub the Pogues drank at. Wow. And so they became friends, and so we end up showing up to the show late, basically as they're doing their encore, and I get whisked right away to the backstage with Emer and her dad and some other people. So I went in, saw all my friends are just there dancing, I'm like, I see you later, I'm going backstage, see ya. And went out downstairs and hung out with the Pogues for a couple hours and got a little drunk because there was all of the beer in the world was there. <laughs> wait, wait, how old were you at this time? Fifteen, maybe. What? <laughs> like, what <laughs> okay. Fifteen, probably fifteen. Yeah. Wow. Didn't the pogues all turn to each other and be like, "What is this fifteen-year-old boy?" Doing? I mean, I, exactly. <laughs> oh, no, that's, I'm trying to imagine was... it from their perspective, right? Oh no, because I was they they'd met me earlier in the day at the Emer's house, right? I know. Okay. Well, perhaps at that point when the fifteen-year-old kid comes in, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I mean, I, that's just, yeah, I don't think they had any qualms about it. Yeah. Um, but I still have an album, the uh, If I Should Fall From Grace With God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that album, they all had, they were passing them around, and each person, you'd come and they'd say, you'd sign it, say, hey, sign it for me, please. Uh, and each one, they would do different things to it. Uh, two of them poured beer inside the actual record case. <laughs> um, one of them put a part of a joint in there, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, so I still have the album, and the album cover is completely warped. Uh, and it's all, all the writing is all like silver marker and it's all kind of washed away, but it's like, that's the album they all signed. And <laughs> that is cool. That's awesome. Yeah. It's pretty that's cool. And a, I remember leaving there album. and they played at the concert hall, uh, up at, uh, in Toronto, up at wherever that is, DuPont Davenport, uh, on Young Street. And when we left, I have a vague memory of Emer and I stealing a case of beer and a chair. And when we got home, the next day, I've got. I think I stashed the beer in the yard somewhere in that on the on the Kenilworth yard, and I had a chair from the concert hall. And mom's like, recorders and beers everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just have to break in here because I was just talking to my friends today about the pressure to have a perfect lawn when everyone else has a lawn, and oh, yeah. on Kenilworth. Kenilworth people gave us such crap because they'd always be like, people could hide like illicit stuff in there. And I thought I was joking today that that was such a stupid claim. But apparently the <laughs> farm was the uh, main source oh, of yeah. oh, illicit crazy. stuff in our long grass. That's yes. funny. Oh, that's yeah. funny. I think I, put the, but, I probably put the beer in the backyard in that weird little that little fort area we had. That the yeah. wild, that, yeah. I probably stashed the beer back there. But hold but on. I wait, is a, the punchline that dad still owns this chair? No, mom got mad. And she's like, you have to take that oh. back. I'm like... I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to come back and say, hi, I stole this chair. Uh, so I think she just threw it out. 
Oh, okay. but it was like it was just like a folding chair. It was just you know, but on the back okay. it's a concert hall or something. And I was just like, a, yeah. but I don't. I remember trying to get. I mean, Emer's parents were drunk. I think Emer and I were quite drunk. I can imagine the four of us piling into the back of a cab with a bunch of open cases of beer in a folding chair <laughs> outside of a concert hall. <laughs> What's Emer doing? It's a different time. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. The, the, the whole yeah, child so. raising thing we hear, but I, I, I don't know, taking your 15 year old kid and getting them drunk when you're getting drunk to a, a, a concert, I don't know. Doesn't oh, it seem know. Like it's, a it's, tad irresponsible? It, a little bit, but it was, uh, I mean, Emer uh, and I have spoken about this uh, a couple times that she, she was back in Toronto and we made up for drinks not too long ago, a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we joked and chatted about this. It's like, I can't, what was going on? And even that whole time in the beaches, that whole. That era, I mean, up until the time when I left, I imagine when you guys were still there, it was pretty weird. Yeah, Why were there so many teenagers? Oh, there were well, thousands of teenagers living down there. Really? I uh, that I don't know. It like, wasn't something that go, I was. Connected I remember with, going I down to Q Beach in the evening, uh, and then maybe be a hundred kids milling about, like teenage kids all just milling about, skateboarding, hanging out. Yeah, somebody, I you know I do remember you taking me down there at some point. Um, those like they had those little the half pipe kind of concrete thing, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and then the the big apparatus pirate ship thing, whatever, yeah. and yeah, and I do remember you guys would be down there and you'd have like a fire going down. In the- yeah. <laughs> you brought in me, the you super- brought me to the fire as well, Carm, when I was like seven. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow, and, I weep and for you my guys child. had you guys had stolen um, you stole the logs from outside of the IGA. People would just walk by and pick up those um, pressed burn logs. God. Oh, the and, statute uh, of limitations and, on that is gone. <laughs> and then you would light them inside that half pit. And I remember yep. all your friends were pinching my cheeks and being like, oh, he's so cute. I was probably trying to impress a girl. Probably. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Right. I'm glad I, I can mean, help. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there was always something. You even go down to the pool hall. Remember the pool hall upstairs of Queen and Lee? There was the pool hall. Mike's pool hall. It was always uh, packed yes. with teenagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You walk uh, down further down to the to the the, the Fox the Theater, down to the Goof. Even yep. there's always tons of teenagers everywhere. Yeah, the Goof. You and should explain was, that. I think I've, I love oh, yeah. the story of the Goof. Uh, it's a one of the greasiest greasy spoons that there ever were, and it's been. It was around for. I mean, it was opened in you know the 30s or the 40s or something. It's been open forever. Uh, but up front, they had a giant neon sign that said "Good Food" on an angle, so it said "Good" uh, up and down and "Food" sideways. And then at one point, a bunch of the letters burnt out, so it was the G O O F were the only ones that were <laughs> still lit. So it was just became known as the Goof. And I think that was in the seventies because it was the Goof when I was a teenager, like in you know eighty five. It was called the Goof then. Is it still there? I love. Oh, I, I don't, don't so. know. Um, serendipitous burnouts that like give a give a place yeah. a, a name is pretty amazing but well, hold on that just remind me of something do you remember the bfgs i do oh boy do i ever i get chased were by they a re- number of times were they related to that no 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 not at all uh bfg oh, okay. is a band uh, uh i believe the toronto based uh the bunch of f bunch of f and goofs uh yeah. it was a, I just, it was a, a punk uh a punk clan punk group bunch yeah. of punks the punk gang i guess if you want i don't know what the right term is and they chased you yeah, because I was a skinhead and I was an East End skin, and it was uh, East End and the goofs didn't get along because the main goof, I think his name was Jello. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Well, I mean, you know, of course, you know, Jello Baffer, Jello, whatever, you know. Uh, Jello Baffer, of course, of the Dead Kennedys, because I don't know if you guys ever followed the Dead Kennedys. No, I don't know. not so much. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, lead singer of the Dead Kennedys, one of the pinnacle or not pinnacle punk bands, depending who you ask, uh, of the eighties was you know a guy named Jello Biafra, hmm. um, <clears throat> who in turn ended up screwing the group over and blah blah blah. Anyway, so it's uh, I've I've only recently read about these things, but the I don't know if he was the leader of the Goofs or he was just a member. But I was at a party and somebody said we weren't supposed to be there, and then him and a bunch of guys showed up and chased us skins out because we're all the the younger ones and. And then Biff and Yob had to do something, and then Bruno was coming back. It was like, um, the politics. Are they, were these adopted names, or are these just, if you name your kid that, they're going to be in a <laughs> Biff and Yob? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, sure. I don't I don't really know if that was their real names. Hmm. I mean, I, I actually know a guy named Biff, so I mean, he's a oh. grandfather, but, you know, he's an old guy. <laughs> you know, I also know awesome. a guy named Hap, so his name was just short for Happy, right? Carm, whenever you're telling these stories, always in the back of my head is the fact that you're describing events that all happened, like, before you were 16. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it sounds like you're describing an entire, you know, into your 20s uh, uh, detailing of, of events. But no, you were you were young. Oh, no. You were a this kid. is between 13 and 16. Uh, yeah. Almost all of my uh, uh, all my skinhead and punk and being chased and running and... Uh, <laughs> beaten up. It sounds like a, beaten up, a yeah. voiceover to train spotting as well. Like, <laughs> Biff, <laughs> yeah. Biff and Yob, uh, they came over early and... <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was uh, like I say, the, the, that time in the beaches was... And remember the Untouchables? Remember the, the little preppy gang of kids that came and beat the snot out of everybody all the time? I, I remember the name of it, but I I, I never actually you know, like you know saw them or or knew anybody that got beaten up, so... Well, we got chased a yeah, bunch and of I times. Think, I think a lot of this through, was through the window of you, because I was so young, I wouldn't see any of that, but we would go like to Lee Gardens, and like written on a wall would be BFG, and I would look at it, and you'd be like, do you know who that is? And I'd be like, what? And then you'd go into some story, and I'd be like, I'm afraid to sleep now. <laughs> well, the BFG uh, Fort Goof, as it was known, if I, if I believe, was in Kensington Market, about a block and a half from uh, Lee Garden. Hmm. From Lee, Lee Garden being one of the best Chinese restaurants that we went to every Sunday night in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is. Which I've, I, not to go too far, but I think we need to make a topic of this. How often do we eat out dinner as a youth? <laughs> Fairly yeah, often. Like yeah. three, four times a week, probably. Three times a week? Uh, I'd I have to know. go through and think about it. Fairly often, it seems, yes. Fairly often. All right. Just, I'm just throwing that there as a future topic idea, because I, people have asked me that. It's just like, you eat out all the time. It's like, yeah, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I grew up like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm curious. I'd like to talk about that. I even think Lee Gardens is, is a trove of memories. I, I think that would be nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I mean, it's we could we talk about all the various Indian restaurants we went to and all the weird Polish places we went to. Yep. Mm-hmm. We could do a whole topic on that. Yeah, restaurants. That would be a good, good topic. Yes, indeed. Theme. So we are getting a little short on time, though. Uh, yeah. If we wanted to migrate into our uh, three commendations. Three commendations. You guys have anything you wanted to, to pass along? Stuff to check I out? I sure do. I'm, I'm going to jump in here first. Um, go, 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 go. Um, I, I don't know what season it's on now, four or something, but the Great British Bake Off is fantastic. Yes, I, don't know I love guys... Sue Perkins. Oh, I love Sue Perkins. Oh, I love Sue Perkins so much. And the and uh, what's her name? I forget her co Mel. Mel. I've had a big yeah. crush on Sue Perkins for so many years. Uh, me too. I, uh, I, I, she, the, her punning and just her delivery is incredible. Dylan, do you, is it? Never you heard of it. Never okay, heard of a, it. Yeah, tell me about it. It's a great show. It's, great, great show. It's um, and I think you get a kick out of it because you uh, you like the craft of baking as well. I but do. it's um, uh, a reality TV show, and it, it based in UK, and they basically go out and find the top ten amateur bakers that they can, and then they bring them in every weekend and have three competitions per weekend, 
and then they send someone home. Hmm. Um, they do a they do a, a showcase, I think, where they can do their own thing, and then they do a technical where they have a really empty recipe with very few lines in it, and they kind of have to. It's a very complicated recipe, and they may have heard of it or not, and they have to try and piece it together. Okay, and then they have a the showstopper where they they have to do something very big, and they'll do like a bread week, and then they'll do a pastry week, and then they'll do. Um, but it's it's the most nice, good-hearted reality show out there. There is no bad blood. No, nobody's taking advantage. People are helping each other, and they're joking. And the jokes are like like grandma jokes that they make. Oh, totally. It's oh, just, totally. It is just lovely, and it makes you feel good about the world, and you get to see. And they do a bit of history, like history of bread, history of donuts, history of whatever. Yeah. Um, highly recommended. Awesome. It's, I, it's, I will it's, definitely it's, it is a it great show. Now, a second to that, Leaf. Uh, do you ever watch QI? I love QI, yeah. QI. And Su- Sue Perkins on QI kills me. Oh, I, I don't a, think I've ever seen her on QI. She's been on a number of times, and she just okay. makes me howl. Okay, awesome. And, you know, put I'll, her and, like, a Jimmy Carr on there together, and it's like, okay, I'll watch this ten times in a row. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I love I love all of them. Yeah, awesome, cool. I'll check them out. Very cool. cool. Well, I guess I'll recommend QI then. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, do you guys, do you know that one, Dill? I, I know of it, but I have not watched it. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a quiz, it's a faux quiz show with uh, celebrity people, uh, and they talk about, uh, and uh, Jeremy, what's his name? What's the host's name? I just wrote a blank. Uh, yeah, I'm drawing oh, a big blank. Stephen Fry. It's not Jeremy. Stephen Fry, yeah. Stephen Fry is the host, um, and uh, they've got different three different guests each week, and uh, Alan, Alan, no, four Alan Davies. Oh, oh, Alan Davies, yeah. Alan Davies sort of. is always the secondary host. He's the co-host, but uh, Stephen Fry is the main host. And they just he t- ask them questions and gives history backgrounds on different things. And each episode, or each season, maybe it's based on a letter. So each, yeah, you know, yeah. this one season, there's six or eight episodes per season, and it's this one is K. And then they talk about the animals of K, and there's some history, and there's jokes, and there's stories, and this and that. And then they give out some random um, points to things, and then that person wins. Hooray! They don't win anything, but yep. it's just a, it's just a very. I like yep. it. It's educational and it's fun and it's very silly. And um, it's if you go back and watch some of the older ones, uh, they're much more crass because I think it was much less uh, of a of a um, produced show. And now they're bored. They're sort of, you know, they cleaned it up a little bit, but it's still, you know, you get Johnny Vegas on there and uh, he says some things. It's funny. They do a thing that if you answer, if you guess oh, yeah. the answer, that's the obvious answer, but wrong, then this big buzzer goes off and they, they give you uh, a time. Funny, it was yeah. just a, there was such a beautiful one where they, they asked, uh, the question was, how many moons does the earth have? And Alan Davies, he's like, one, and then the alarms go off and they explain that, you know, if you stretch the concept of moon, some people are even saying there's this or this. And then three weeks down the road, they asked it again. He's like, I know this one. And he answered the same, whatever it was, three or whatever. And then alarms go off because in between those two episodes, they had redefined again what a moon was and it had changed. And he was like, I can't win. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, it's pretty good. They get, they get science-y, they get historical. And uh, Stephen Fry is a great, 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 great host, so... Oh, he's yeah, yes. one of the great brains of our our generation. Excellent generation. I will, uh, yeah. I will, I will download. Is there? Uh, it's been on for a while. I assume is there a specific well, season or something years. to check out, or does it really matter? I think we're at the seventeenth season now. Okay, we'll look at that. Um, yeah, just they're they're all they're all great. They're okay. uh, all the great shows. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice, nice. How about you, Dylan? So I got a couple of recommendations this week. Um, so first off, there's a, a podcast that I listen to called Making It. Uh, they're by three guys, uh, Bob Claggett, Jimmy DeResta, and David Picciuto. And you may have heard of Jimmy DeResta before. He's got his own channel as well. He used to have some 
shows on, I think, Discovery Channel or something. Uh, and it's these three guys. They are three makers, you know. The one guy does mostly woodworking. Jimmy does a lot of metal work and combined with woodworking. Uh, and Bob Claggett, he does a lot of kind of com- combining electronics with woodworking. And they get together for this podcast and uh, they choose a theme, um, you know, maybe, you know, creativity or what the process is or what software they enjoy using. And uh, they just sit down and talk through it. But it's really good, hmm. really uh, a nice, nice podcast to, to put on in the background when you're doing something. Sounds Ooh. good. Yeah, give you guys a listen to that sometime. And then the other thing I wanted to uh, pass along, and I, Karma, you've already seen this, but I, I don't know if Leaf has. So I'll just paste a link into the uh, doobly do, as they say. Um, mm-hmm, so there's this guy named I'm probably not going to pronounce it correctly, but Love 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 Holton. Uh, mm. It's this Swedish designer. Um, and he did this really, really beautiful uh, little mini mobile arcade system using the RetroPie in this like steampunk mm-hmm. style with wood and brass and beautiful little fittings. And uh, it's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. And if you continue on through his site as well, uh, the other stuff that he builds, the com- combining of old stuff with new technology, but I don't know, he, do- he does a- has a great eye for design. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, and That's amazing. I was about to ask you, how does the uh, joystick work and it becomes the handle? It does. He unscrews it and then it, it actually uh, it works as the handle to lock it all down. It's really kind of a nice, That's nice system. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, those are the, my two uh, three recommendations for this week. That's Any, awesome. Nice. I, I've love, been, I love these. I've just been looking at a, a number of things. The there's the what is this called the the, the Pi Juice, which is the portable Pi battery case thing that tag, so it adds a, a separate level to your battery to your Pi. Oh, and okay. A battery level. Um, they just uh, they funded uh, the Kickstarter, so that been following that because I've always I've been thinking since we've been doing the Raspberry Pi stuff, mm-hmm. I'd like to make a portable one. Like I've seen a couple that they've taken old Game Boy cases and modified them a little bit. Yep. Uh, some people have uh, made three uh, D printed the portable case the. The, like the what do you call it, NES cases, yep. like Game Boy style case, and put that in there. And I kind of really want to try to make one of those. Yeah, no, I, I have. I am, I'm also mulling over the same thing. I have a, a joystick and some buttons here that I'm playing around with to see how uh, to, to put them together. Yeah, yeah. I'm mostly inspired by the the, the LeFulton stuff. Um, That's beautiful stuff, there. Yeah, yeah. I'm just because mm-hmm. I also do the woodworking as well. Like I kind of want to get into that, uh, creating something like really, really beautiful that plays video games seems kind of yeah. cool <laughs> totally now of course the battery i mean battery of course is the question because i don't want to have that plugged in but yeah we can uh, we can talk about that yeah yeah, yeah 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 <clears throat> and also how to run the pseudo halt at the end to close it all down but that's another question we'll get right. there <laughs> yeah <coughs> oh my Excuse the mold, the mold. <laughs> gotta check my mold <laughs> i'm fine i'm fine just give me a lozenge i'm fine just give me some more of my strongbow beverage <laughs> yeah. Any of you? Uh, either any more three recommendations for you guys? No. No. I'm re- so. I'm reading some Neil Stevenson right now, and I love pretty much everything he does. So which one are you reading? Um, inner inner interference inner. Uh, good gravy! It's not sitting beside me. Um, it's the one about presidential stuff. I'm typing real fast here. I haven't read that one. Uh, it's a he co-wrote it with stuff. somebody. Um, okay. Uh, but but quickly typing. This is Graham podcasting while he types. Um, style, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nonfiction, short fiction. Smiley's inner fine one. Uh, inner, oh, good gravy. This is the best okay, recommendation yeah. ever. Interface. Interface. I'll, I'll, I'll yes. edit this out it's in a, post. 
<laughs> Don't leave it in there. You look like an idiot. You're a Google. You're a Google mutterer. That's I like that. Do you do that at work? I, yes, I do. <laughs> Snag a frag a brick a brack into the thing with the pushing of the buttons and hoy glazing is laving. Interface. Uh, it's a political thriller, but it's it's claimed as the Mancharian candidate for the computer age. Hmm. Hmm. And it's it's kind of interesting. I mean, it's it's a little schlocky, but it's uh, it's good. I, I'm I'm considering rereading uh, Cryptonomicron because mm-hmm. uh, I really enjoyed that. But that's also seventeen thousand pages of. It's a big book, yeah. It's time. a good book, though. Good book, though. <laughs> cool. All right, so we've uh, so question I ask every week. Then uh, we got an outro for this thing yet? No, no. 